Hey. <laughs> hey, sluts. Welcome to season three, episode two. I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius sun, Scorpio moon, Taurus rising. I'm Danny. I'm a Sagittarius sun, Leo moon, Libra rising. And, and we're, we're your Astro sluts. sluts. Coming live from the lake. <laughs> <laughs> we're here at camp. We're here Astro at sluts. camp. <laughs> so um, we have some relaxing. Yeah, if you need to take like a little meditation <laughs> moment, listen to the birds chirping in the background of this episode. We're giving nature. We're giving camp. <laughs> Everything you need. <laughs> Want to know how to get that guy? Text their mom. We're gonna need that time. We'll be your latest crush. Call us Astro Sluts. What kind of life updates do you have for us, Danny? Um, I would just like to note that literally two hours after we recorded, maybe three, um, I immediately had sex. After yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, but we did, we did do our. Um, we did like our trial period of celibacy. Um, I was thinking I'd go till September, but you know what? You said you were over it. I said I and was over it. And when you say it. something, you mean it. Exactly. So exactly, I would say that's my biggest update. Um, yeah, that's a big update. Yeah, just crushing and having fun. And yeah, okay. cute shit. Okay, cute. What about you? Well, I did realize that last episode I should have shared um, on our final season or on our final episode of season two mm -hmm. I was like I did the most embarrassing yes. thing and you were like do not tell them yes. <laughs> I was thinking about this I was thinking about this but I think I should tell yes, everyone no, do now yeah okay so at the end of last season famously we did our fortune tellers yes if you're not familiar go to our Instagram or I think they're in our link in bios as well yeah we have this cute little free printable fortune teller and we did them live on air. <laughs> I asked, what's the next sign I should ask out? The fortune teller said Aquarius. Enter my wife, <laughs> an Aquarius. Um, and so I like, I'll do the meeting story another episode because yeah. that is also a saga. But essentially it was a DM slide. Um, and when I like asked them out, like, we like tried to plan something, but then they were going out of town for a week and then I was going out of town for a week immediately mm -hmm. after that. So there was like a three week period between the time that I asked them out and that like we actually went out. That is like, that's an extremely no, long time so to like much. be excited about someone you've never met. Yeah, for sure. And they're an artist. Mm-hmm. So there was just, like, so much on the internet about them. Yeah. Like, every social media, like, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Articles, interviews. Art, yeah. Like, so, so much. Like, I'm like, they're old. There was a, <laughs> they've been an artist for a long time. <laughs> We've got years of content to work like with. Like, a decade of, like, interviews yeah. and things. So there, I was just, like... It was just, it was just, it was addicting. Yeah. And I couldn't stop myself. Um, but I, like, was really good for a while. Um, well, and also, so they're a musician. So, like, also there is, like, hours worth of music right. on, like, Spotify. So I was, like, just listening to their music nonstop. Yeah. Like, on repeat. I just, like, wanted to know them so badly. And right. Yeah. Extremely interesting. A great way obviously. how. Right. No, it was, like, the depths of their soul were right. on the internet. Um. But I, for a while, I, like, didn't check Twitter. <laughs> I don't really use Twitter. 
And like, I don't know, I just didn't think to go there until they like posted on their story, like mm-hmm. their own tweet kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, no, I was like, please have some self-control. Don't look at their Twitter. Why do yeah. you need, to, you don't need to look at no. their Twitter. No, Twitter, I will just hop in and say, if you want to get to know someone though, look at their, their Twitter. Twitter. It is the best place for dirt, I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> but so then finally one morning I woke up and I was like, I have to check the Twitter. <laughs> and so I I'm like, I put like white knuckles on my Literally. microphone right now. <laughs> okay, let's relax. Um, I go to the Twitter and I do like kind of like two scrolls, like not many tweets. Right. And I see a tweet from like three days ago. And it's like, this is when they were out of town. It's like, Oh my gosh, like one of my Chicago friends just texted me that someone drove past them blasting one of my songs. They like said what song it was. They were like, oh my God, that made my day. I was like, that was me. <laughs> like there was no way it wasn't me. I checked yeah. the calendar. I went to like counted three days prior and right. I was like, no, that's the song I had on repeat three days ago. Right, driving and around the I city. was blasting it through West Loop. Oh my God. So that was extremely embarrassing. And, like, which is worse? (laughs) Like, the fact that, like, I was blasting their music like that, like, with my windows down, or Mm -hmm. that I saw the tweet. Right. Right. You shouldn't have seen that. There's layers. I shouldn't. Yeah. That is so funny. And so then, like, all my friends are, like, betting on how long it's going to take me to, like, tell this person. I'm going to, like, sit down at our first day and be like, so I saw your tweet. I saw the tweet. That was me. <laughs> what? I think I waited till like the second day. No, it was. It was like day two or three. Because okay, I yeah. was like, you have to just get through one day and not say and it. Not and then it's fine. Yeah. Like, it's fine after that. But yeah. like, I just like not s- say it immediately. I just slowly let it leak throughout our first couple of dates that I like already knew all the lyrics to right. all their songs. Just casually let that, you know, soak in. Right. Um, extremely funny. They're so fine funny. with it. They also thought it was funny. Yeah. Well, that's a good sign. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, but this week, I, um, <laughs> I've been really mentally ill this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I just, like, maybe overworked myself on the new moon. Yeah. Yeah. And totally. didn't take, like, the rest I needed then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, just relationships are really hard I'm like remember when we were like yeah we don't need that like no no it is really hard I do know what why we felt that way um but I don't know I'm like with someone that like I working through it like feels worth it yeah for sure when in like the past I would have been like absolutely not I could be single and like not have this issue right for sure and I don't feel like that so that's that's great growth and exciting yeah yeah So last week we did a little icebreaker, get to know you, two truths and a lie. You want to remind us of your three statements and which one was a lie? Yes. So my first one was I've never been cuffed for hot girl summer. I had my first kiss with a Pisces in middle school at summer camp. And my last one was I snuck out of the dorms at a ballet intensive to go on a date with a Virgo. And the one that is false is the first kiss with the Pisces. I've never been to summer camp. 
I didn't get my first kiss until much later, like in high school. And it was not with the Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> but I did sneak out of my ballet dorms to go on a date with Virgo. And yeah, very on brand. Yes. I love that for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it was someone I went to high school with, though, mm-hmm. and we didn't speak at all ever again, <laughs> which is very funny. I went to a school of like less than 100 people. So there's <laughs> like no reason so for funny. that. That's very strange. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about yours? Okay, mine were, I have never traveled with an Aquarius. Mm-hmm. I've never had a relationship last past Leo season. Mm-hmm. And I've never been skinny dipping. Mm-hmm. And the lie is the Aquarius one. I yeah. have traveled with an Aquarius. Um, my wife is a DJ. So <laughs> I went on tour with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I... Have never been skinny dipping. It's I don't on think I have to, either. It's on the to-do list. Yeah, summer, summer 2022. Yeah, off the podcast. <laughs> yeah, not here. So, in true Mercury retrograde fashion, we had a little oopsie slip up with our text situation, <laughs> but we should be back by this week. So, if you want to get on our text list, you'll get links to when new episodes drop, links to merch. Anything exciting happening within the Astro Sluts world or in the sky. And you can text us at any time with silly things that happen to you. Absolutely. Or how much you love us. Yeah. Compliments, whatever. (laughs) Whatever you want to send our way. Um, And to join the list, you can text SLUT, S-L-U-T, to 833-676-2680. And we'll see you on the other side. We also launched our Depop store last Ooh. week. Very exciting. We have cute rhinestone tanks and thongs with our logos on them and stickers for all the signs. It's really freaking cute. It's so cute. grab them while you can. Yeah, grab them while you can. Very limited little quantity. And if you love them, we'll keep making you more stuff. We thought we'd do a little um, chat about summer flings. Amazing. What do you got? Well, this is really my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like in the past, at least, like a summer fling is like so easy. And I wouldn't even say it was like, I probably didn't label it as that because even that felt like overwhelming yeah. to me. Like, ew, that seems serious. <laughs> a fling. Right. God forbid we label it that. Um but that is like really like I've noticed that is like when I like am all over the place and seeing whoever or have my little moments and then I just like hibernate all winter. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I had like a pretty solid like almost for like a couple summers with that um my Pisces who ended up I ended up dating him, but um a couple years down the road. But like we had probably one or two summers where we would just run around together. Mm-hmm. Just like go to blind barber and make out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like would just not talk for mm-hmm. six months. Um, you know, the Pisces need to have their recharging, their alone yeah. time. And then they emerge um from their bedrooms when the sun comes out so that was kind of like my little situation with that and I don't know the last like last summer I was really on one and I think it does come close to my summer 2019 like I really I really was wild (laughs) and yeah I look back on it fondly Mm -hmm. but also like oh my god 
I was fun. <laughs> I am fun. Yeah. I'm still fun. But yeah, no, like, yeah, like a lot of bathroom sex, a lot of UTIs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vibe. Because, you know, that's what you do when you're not um, always having sex in the cleanest, most responsible places. You get consequences. Um but yeah, I've had a lot of fun little summer flings running around with like some Scorpios, some Libras, mm-hmm. and yeah, my faves usually. So what about you? I don't think I've ever really had like a slutty summer. Yeah. I feel like I usually am like kind of cuffed or like yeah. n- or have nothing going on. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, last summer I was in like a long distance thing. Yeah. Well, I famously have never let a relationship last past Leo yeah, season. Right. Um, I think I just like, I feel Virgo season coming up and I'm like, nope, it is business time. <laughs> like, yeah, like the fun is over. For sure. Let me get back to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think just cause like, I was just dating boys prior to that, so I'm yeah. like, n- like nothing ever yeah. like interesting was happening. Yeah. Next up is our advice segment. We had uh, one of you lovely listeners write in. Nice. We're doing a cold read this week. I have not read this submission <laughs> yet, but it looks good from a first glance. We're intrigued. One of you said, hi, Astro Sluts. I absolutely love the energy and self-reflection you put out in your platform. Okay, I didn't oh, even read that. So nice. <laughs> I choose the one that compliments us. <laughs> so, oh, thank you for always being so great and helping me grow. Well, that is really nice. Oh, my nice. God. Okay, well, one, thank you so much. <laughs> okay, thank you. says, I need advice on a man whom I met at the end of last year. I'm a Capricorn sun, Sagittarius moon, and Aries rising. Okay, fun. <laughs> and I know he is a Scorpio sun, Pisces moon, and a Capricorn rising. Mm. All right. All right. He is an incredibly talented creative, and we had ironically matched on Hinge and Bumble until a mutual friend connected us on a more personal level. <laughs> okay, it is raining, <laughs> just so we're all, so you all okay. know. <laughs> They're at home. Long story short, I hung out with him and a group of people one night. His one friend couldn't cover our tab, so I had to pay it. (laughs) Parentheses, I hope I go to heaven. (laughs) I hope you do too for that. And then when we were hanging out, I made sure to make eye contact and very gently put my leg on his thigh and tried to feel him. Okay. He did not even flinch. LOL. (laughs) LOL. Usually this move works, and being an Aries rising, I appreciate a bold move. One time a guy asked how much PPE I needed to fit over my fat ass. (laughs) Cut to recently, I had attended a couple of his events, and the first and second times I had brought around a couple girlfriends, and he was so kind and approached me. But then when I caught up with a guy friend at his event, he didn't even approach me. Even further, I got drunk and my fire signs conspired me to DM him and give him my number, in which I've never heard from him since. I usually have no problem enticing a man, but this one has proved a challenge. I feel I am getting mixed signals here. Mm -hmm. Alongside, maybe there's some unresolved trauma. I am a healer, i.e. nurse. Mm -hmm. And things have since fallen off and haven't heard from him again. 
Should I let the dead rest in peace or should I add more gasoline to the fire? I love this. I'm going to answer super personally just because between your fire placements and his like water placements and then the Capricorn, that's like totally someone I would chase. So yeah. I do. I really do. <laughs> Very understand. much all, all your types. No, all Scorpio, my types. Scorpio, Pisces, Capricorn. Literally all my types wrapped into one. So I, I understand the appeal and he's a creative. You said like literally can't go wrong. But I think in that, like, if if he wanted to, he would. And I think, like, with those types, like, they really do. I think they like to be chased. I think they like to be, like, mysterious. And mm-hmm. they like to be, you know, into their art. And they're an artist and uh, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you're a fire sign. You know what you want. You're going to go after it. You already put yourself out there. And you didn't really get the response you wanted. So I think you just got to, like cut the bullshit you need someone better than a Pisces and you need someone who's gonna like go after you yeah the Aries like there's nothing you're not hiding anything exactly if you're interested in someone like you already know like you're gonna be like hey I'm interested in you right and like the Capricorn rising with the Scorpio sun like we have a lot hidden yeah like a lot you don't get to see um but the Pisces moon like there's a lot going on inside this man yeah absolutely (laughs) there's a lot of feelings in Mm. there so I feel like he could just so easily just like be stuck on an ex or something and like can't like yeah and you even sensed you said like the unresolved trauma like that is Pisces moon energy right there like you you clocked that you're right like you know that yes and yeah I think you're right and I think it's either an ex it's you know his art whatever he's working on like that is just you don't need that yeah he's just not that into you yeah and whatever yeah you deserve better lots of other humans out there Mm -hmm. um so find a hotter one yeah find a hotter one write in again (laughs) let us know So this week we're back to relationship astrology and we're going to be going through composite charts and synastry. Very exciting. Yeah. I will say, I would like to disclaim Amazing. that we all need to be careful with these. For sure. It is like really easy to spot. If you like look up your chart with someone else's, I find it very easy to like spiral. It's just like you can like see one no, challenging sure. thing in it and be like, oh, my God, it's never going to work. We're going to break up. Right. But like these are really complicated charts with like a lot to them. Like yeah. if you just like Google like every individual things like and read the descriptions of them, it's just not going to be accurate because they don't take anything else into account so like just don't read into anything you google I mean ever but like especially for these (laughs) do not like read into like these little like randos on the internet like telling you about your relationship like they're so I find them especially for these things like to be so biased like yeah and just not nuanced at all because they don't take the whole chart into account nuance bitches hate nuance Shout out my friends in Nashville came up with that. We can't take credit no, for that. But bitches hate, bitches hate nuance. Um, but yeah, they're really complex. I genuinely recommend stay delusional, focus yes. on the positives. With no, these. for sure. I mean, you can be like me and what I did when I was looking this up is that I saw a challenging thing and I just said, you know what? We're not going to pay attention to that. No. I'm going to continue with the little things that make me happy and 
like always good to have things in the back of your mind. But yeah, you do not need to like get caught up on someone's like cafeastrology.com right. like, no, statement. Like don't, you know, don't do that. If you were like talking to a real astrologer that you trust yes, different in vibe. person and like genuinely trying to like work on a relationship and using that as context. But like we do not, we don't know enough. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is just like a good Good for learning, good for your own use, but yeah, yeah don't Silly again, don't fun. like break up with your boyfriend because because you saw something in your chart. weird square yeah. somewhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna start with a synastry chart because mm-hmm. I think that is the most common yeah. thing. If you look up like compatibility, you plug in both your birth times. Mm-hmm. Um, a synastry chart is when you're gonna have your birth chart and the other person's birth chart is going to be like pasted on top of it so there's going to be like two of everything yes and we're saying this like in terms of relationships but like we could do a synastry chart like you could do that with anyone or um like a coworker. yeah like that can be done for any kind of relationship um yeah so you're basically overlaying your charts just to see how you two interact Mm -hmm. um where like you activate things in each other where like different things kind of align or have different aspects like comparing the two of you yeah um, so a really good way to look at this is through aspects. So I'll go through some of the like more common ones. Um, these are mathy. So like, listen now, but like, if you like want to look at your chart later, it might be easier if you like actually see the whole pie, um, to know what we're talking about. Yeah. You have aspects in your own birth chart as well, mm-hmm. just by yourself. They are like the different degrees between planets. Yes. So certain degrees just have stronger, like make gives them like more of a relationship to each other yeah so starting off with a conjunction um these are like close and proximity usually the same sign so if you and your partner are both sag sons you could say your sons were conjunct um a sa- stronger mm-hmm. oh, if yeah, thank you. as like as the closer they are together like an exact conjunction is when they are at the same degree of Sagittarius for example yeah but I know like Chani an astrologer we really like considers anything in the same sign a conjunction exactly and yeah just like heightened energies there Mm -hmm. essentially Um, a sextile is going to be two signs apart so that's like 60 degrees if you're looking at the pies of your birth chart the pie slices (laughs) of your birth chart Um, and this is another positive aspect going to be like um, more harmonious easy flowing energy a square is three signs apart so that's going to be a 90 degree angle within your chart Um, it's going to be someone that's in the same modality so if you remember our modalities are fixed signs our mutable signs our cardinal signs um, but a different element and I would say like squares are like a meh face they're not the worst thing but they're not like a positive um what do you think is worse than a square I just don't think anything's that oh, bad. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, just I don't mo- think it's okay. like, yeah. Just the most, I would say square is like the most challenging yeah. aspect. Yeah, no, They're not fair. like friends, yeah. but like, of course, we always talk compatibility. You can like work anything yeah. out. You can have differences with people. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's not, not like, like the end of the world. <laughs> that's, yes. Not end of the world, but it's not like, oh, we get along so well. Our right. sons this, are it's, This is so easy for us. Like, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's going to take like a little more effort. Um, or understanding, yeah. as we like to say. Um, a trine, that's four signs apart, so 120 degrees. This is a happy, happy placement. Yeah. Same element. You're going to get along really well. Good vibes here. And then the final one I have is 
opposition. So obviously this is like opposing signs. So you're at 180 degrees, same modality, opposite element. This is going to be another challenging one, but this is like, we've talked about, I think we talked about like the um, opposing signs last episode where it's like you have similarities, but you also have a lot of differences. So another one, again, not end of the world, but probably not even as challenging as a square because you're like direct opposite. Yeah. Like considered a challenging aspect, but it is like two sides of the same coin or like I've heard it referred to as like you just like ping pong off of each other like so we thought we would give some examples Mm -hmm. um in sinistry charts um you want me to start sure so I obviously did my wife and I's chart um and one interesting thing is that my moon Mm -hmm. (laughs) is conjunct their Pluto Mm. (laughs) it's giving I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> it's giving. I feel like I cannot live without them. Oh, my God, Aubrey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, intense. Yeah. I'm having a lot of feelings. Wonderful. My Scorpio moon loves it, obviously. Yeah, of course. Couldn't have it any other way. If it's any other way, I'm bored. I'm <laughs> no, dipping. Truly. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. if it's not like, oh my God. How can I live without <laughs> you? Yeah, literally. Okay. And then one more thing that mm-hmm. I thought was interesting in our charts is that um, their Neptune, mm-hmm. which is like dreams, yeah, is conjunct my MC line mm-hmm. slash midheaven, yeah. which is like a career line, like a career point in your chart yeah we should talk about this at some point um but like we're both artists and yeah, musicians nice. we like help each other a yeah, lot a with lot our with art projects. stuff and like inspire each other I love so that I that's, that's really wonderful nice. yeah. yeah that's really nice to have that's cool um so I'm trying to not focus everything I have in me in this podcast on my traumatic Capricorn ex-boyfriend <laughs> so um I did my crush so our sons are trying. Beautiful. Beautiful. Starting off strong. <laughs> and our moon signs and our rising signs are conjunct. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I will just have a brief, a brief um, anecdote here when so obviously I like needed to know this boy's birth chart. And I like do his birth chart. And he's like, What do you think? And I was like, Oh my god. Like we weren't like flirting really at that point. We were really just kind of friendly. And I was like, I do not know what to say right now. Right. You're like, well, I love it. Yeah. Like <laughs> I for sure had a crush on him and he was definitely into me, but we just like weren't doing that. We weren't like acknowledging at that at that point. So I like literally was like, um, um, so we're like similar. <laughs> um, like I just like literally I would text I was like, Aubrey. <laughs> this birth chart like I was like I don't know how to act normal right now yeah. and like pretend that this is we don't have like really I don't even want to say like amazing place but it's just like really interesting and really similar yeah like I've never been into someone like I, I said this earlier like I'm looking for the opposite usually I want like mm-hmm. water sign and earth sign this person just has like my vibe and I'm like well this is weird yeah so I know. it's I feel like that happens so often like yeah we pick out like our our ideal big three like yeah. this is who I should be with yeah. and then like you meet someone with something like totally different than that and you're like wait oh. no this yeah. <laughs> no it's very funny um and then we have some nice placements within our houses um so my son um 
So his son is in my seventh house of committed partnerships. Um, we both have the same rising sign again. So we have like similar, like our, um, both our seventh house is in Aries. Um, Mars is in, his Mars, excuse me, is in my eighth house. Cute. Hot. If we remember, eighth house has a lot yeah. to do with sex and so does Mars. <laughs> we yeah. love that for me. Yeah. Um, and my Venus and Mars are in his fifth house of creation. Mm. And my favorite house um, that I have, in we both have in Aquarius. So I think that's just some lovely little things. And yeah, I'm ignoring the placements I don't like and the aspects I don't like. And that's fine. Yeah. Next, we're going to talk about composite charts yeah. a little bit. A composite chart is you take both of your birth infos and you mm-hmm. calculate the midpoints of all of your placements. So yeah. you take your sun sign and the other person's sun sign and you find like the middle point between those. So there's only one. You make like a new birth chart yes. for the entity of your relationship. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, it's very much like the energy between two people. It's almost like a child. Like it's like the third being Yeah, it's who you are as a couple. Right. My wife and I are both Aquarius suns mm-hmm. and our rising signs. So like the houses are only one off from each mm-hmm. other. So our composite charts, as I'm sure yours as do as well, like have a lot of similarities to our natal charts. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that kind of like checks out because we both feel like we can just so so, like be ourselves around each other like who we are together is not drastically different from who we are apart yeah for sure yeah that's interesting I was saying this to you a little earlier because I was like I don't feel like I got that much from the composite Mm -hmm. chart I did just because it's like literally both of our birth charts essentially um but our sun is an Aquarius and I mean like that is like the most comfortable placement I have outside like my big three I feel like in like my chart and just like in with our relationship like that's always been like a comfortable Mm -hmm. place yeah you live in aqua and it is like then it's like in our fifth house which again I love the fifth house um so yeah I thought that was kind of interesting but yeah again we have like our like our moons are still in the same place Mm -hmm. our rising is still the same our Saturn is still the same um so it was kind of interesting Mm -hmm. but I yeah I mean I don't I don't know I've never been able to be like just like settled and sure of anything and so yeah. it is it's kind of nice it's yeah like how I feel about myself right you know it's like always just been settled and sure about who I am and it's like kind of nice to like share that with someone yeah and that you have like the freedom with an Aquarius sound like the, the two right. of you like you're doing things your own way and it's yeah, independent sure. and absolutely like, yeah I like it yeah same um the other thing I have for our, my wife and I's composite chart mm-hmm. is really mm-hmm. different for from either of our original birth charts yeah. is that we have a Virgo moon. Oh, wow. So moon is famously er, your emotions. That's um, interesting. Right? Yeah. I think it manifests in like we like love doing things for each yeah, other. Like nice. acts of service is like a for really sure. big part of our relationship. And like we love doing like just daily activities together, yeah. like running errands or like doing chores together yeah, or just cool. like we like just like to sit next to each other and like yeah. both work on our laptops all day um and it's also our Virgo moon is in the fourth house so it's Mm. like home and family it's ruled by the moon so like 
we feel like really like emotionally safe yeah, in that house cool. and like we obviously are talking about moving in together <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> um yeah because we're gonna make a nice little home yeah <laughs> um but yeah i thought that was really nice i love that yeah that's very sweet so if you want to look at your composite chart and want like a little guidance on kind of what the planets mean more in like through a relationship turn or through a relationship lens than like your personal lens, you look at your birth chart. Um, your sun is going to be very much like the purpose of the relationship or like where you're going to grow, kind of what you could accomplish together. Um, very much like kind of how it is like the core of yourself, kind of like mm-hmm. the core, core meaning of your relationship. And once again, like the sign would be like the energy right. and the house would be like where exactly in your life. Yes. Um, your moon, of course, that's our emotions always. So it makes a lot of sense in terms of a relationship, but how you relate to each other emotionally. Um, yeah. Yeah. An easy one. <laughs> um, Mercury, another very similar one, but really how you like connect and communicate, connect mentally. We kind of talked about this a lot last week with friendships, but like how you process things and then also how you communicate them in your relationships. Um, Venus, how you show affection, how you love each other, your love languages, all the sweet little things we love. Um, your Mars is going to be kind of like your drive in your relationship, like kind of what like keeps you going and also like your sex life. We love that eighth house energy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Jupiter is going to be like your growth, like where you have room to grow and learn from each other. Um, which I think is like a cool one. Mm -hmm. It's a nice one, like in terms of relationship, like really where you can like, like love to get things out of a relationship. Yeah. Really, what can we gain from this? How does this serve me? Right. <laughs> I think like with the planets in your composite chart are definitely like if you feel like with this person, like, oh, usually I have such a hard time like expressing my emotions. Yeah. Like your moon sign in the composite chart can show like why you feel yeah. differently in this partnership or with this right. person. Like, oh, yeah. if you oh, like maybe you have a a Pisces like composite moon so it's like oh of course like it's like a really more emotional thing than you are and maybe you have an Aries moon or something yeah that's a nice way to look at it it's time for our skinny dipping segment since this season is camp themed uh we're doing skinny dipping instead of lights out or stripping down after dark mm-hmm. sneaking away from the count the camp counselors and uh getting vulnerable yeah uh this week we're gonna talk about summer loving yourself love it cute i think kind of when we wanted to talk about this it came through the lens of just like summer comes with so many expectations yeah. like from like your body to are you going to hook up with so many people? It's like hot girl summer. Like how many people are you going to have sex with to just like, oh my God, it's time to go out. We've been in all winter. Like there's so many things like people. Hi- I mean, I do this. I fucking love summer. I hype like we live in Chicago. Like we like hibernate and it's zero degrees for so long. So it's like summer is so fucking hyped up here. And it's like, okay, like that's a little stressful. <laughs> so 
sometimes. Yeah. Like, how do you like actually enjoy the time you have in the sun and like with your friends and when you can go out and like not just get yourself wrapped up in like all the like shit and expectations. That yeah, come there's along so much it. pressure for it to be like the best three months of right. the like, year. Like this is gonna be the best summer ever. <laughs> every time like yeah that's a lot. I yeah. know I, I know I guess I never really thought about like places with like warmer climates like probably yeah. don't feel that as I know much. I honestly didn't think about that till I was saying that out loud I'm like I don't know if this is universal per se but yeah. like in Chicago like I mean there's nothing like a Chicago summer and like people really put like in everything into that like that yeah. is such a thing here. It's like it's very different vibe in yeah. the city once yeah. like May comes right. around. Right, it's like literally once the it's best. like sixty degrees, yeah. like things get wacky. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, and I think there's just like things that are like really fun about that, and things you can take, and then uh, like with everything, just like leave what doesn't serve you. Like I think mm-hmm. if it, that feels like hot and exciting and like empowering and like oh my god, like here's my time to just like leave all my cares behind and Mm -hmm. like have fun like yeah that's exactly what you should do but I think like at the same time if you're just like not in the place to do that or like I don't know maybe like yeah you want to like do some of that but like there's some stuff that doesn't appeal to you I think it's kind of like a take what you need leave what you don't yeah it's like I think it's really hard to like not go out yeah in the summer or to like say no but like you still need as much rest yeah in the summer as like the rest of the year so I think it's really easy to like overextend yourself oh my god yeah I could easily go out every single weeknight after work every single weekend yeah be in the sun nine hours 12 hours (laughs) like I mean easily like that's like what I'm drawn to do but then like yeah you're gonna literally well first of all you're gonna be sunburned <laughs> and then like second first of, of all SPF yeah first of all wear your sunscreen protection and but yeah literally and then it's like you're gonna be so burnt out like you're not gonna have that much fun mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if I should say this is like an unpopular opinion I don't know I think this is a very solid stable opinion <laughs> obviously we'll I think my opinions are amazing Um, but I don't know. I always have a hard time with like the body positivity movement. Like I Mm -hmm. think it's done wonderful things, but I think like, just like, like obviously it was an improvement. It's an improvement. (laughs) It's great. Like glad we got there. But I think just like someone who like grew up in a ballet setting and like has just like such bad bodies dysmorphia, like the idea of like liking my body is just like way more stressful than just like being able to exist yeah and I don't know if that's like maybe helpful for anyone but like I think like something that I've gotten really good about and like something you could like take with you this into the summer and something I try to remember about myself is like your body has like nothing to do with who you are yeah or like what you're deserving of or like how much fun you can have how your friends like your friends do not like you because you have a snatched waist yeah you know like I think that's just that's like, not why you're hot right and like your friends don't like, oh, my God, like you could like love your thighs, but your friends like, oh, my God, I don't lo- I love her thighs. That's why we hang out like the whole yeah. body positivity <laughs> thing is just so weird to me. Like, I just wish we like instead of that, like, I mean, that's good, I guess. But like, I just wish we went the route of just like your body doesn't have anything to do with who you are as yeah. a person. And like you it can just matter. be a pr- like you can just exist in the way you are. And like that should simply be enough. Like you don't have to like your hairline. Like, right. you don't have to. You could just simply have a hairline because that's, like, how that's you That's what were you born. look like. Yeah. yeah. 
So I don't know. I think like maybe if that's helpful for anyone this summer, that's something I try to go into this season with just like, you know, I'm funny. I'm not funny because I look a certain way. I'm funny because like I'm that's who I am. And that's why people like, you know, I people like to be out with me, not because like I have nice calves. Right. I know. I absolutely cannot with like the summer body as well. Like insanity to me that like people say that shit at all. I know like people have really been like dieting and going to the gym the past couple months yeah like so they look different for summer like yeah I I know like no that's that's just such like feels like such like unhealthy like mindset to be like I have to go to the gym so I'm hot this summer like go to the gym because you enjoy working out because it's fun like exactly you feel great after like right like I yeah I love working out I go to Pilates like as many times a week as I can because I literally feel such mental clarity and I feel strong yeah like that's all it should be or like you like the endorphin rush like it's yeah like you don't need to like you don't need to change your body to fit into a season that is literally just like a cyclical nature thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a real like that's not like a thing. Like there's no reason that like the leaves bloom <laughs> and like it gets a little hot and you have to change the way your body looks like that's literally insane. Yeah. So, yeah, don't fucking do that shit. <laughs> Go to the beach. Look yeah. however you fucking look. Yeah. And spend time with, pe- with people who, like, make you feel safe in that. Like, if Absolutely. people, like, you don't need to, like, subscribe to that. And I think it's okay, too, especially if you're someone who's, like, struggled with that in the past. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to put up that w- barrier to say, like, hey, not that's not comfortable with me. Like, I'm going to look how I'm going to look in my bathing suit this summer. Like, you can do that fucked up shit over there, but, yeah. like, I don't want to hear like about it. Like, if you're worried about how you look, are you worried about how I look, too? Yeah, I know. Because I, mean, I wasn't worried about it exactly. until you brought it no, up. that stuff, like, <laughs> stresses me out. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I if I'm, like, overthinking, like, oh, my God, are they going to be, like, embarrassed at me because, like, they've been starving themselves for months yeah. and, like, I haven't. I weigh more than I have in my entire life and I'm very happy, but, like, I don't want to have to think about, like, are they going to be, like, judging my body at the pool? Yeah. 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 Um, I am not, like, fully committed to this yet, but I am toying with the idea mm-hmm. of doing, like, hot bitch bush summer. I love that. No, I literally opened TikTok today, and I have to send you – I don't even know who it was. Someone was just like, can we stop shaving for the beach? Like, like I think I'm not that? trying to do that. I think that's great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. A serve. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And like hot. Yeah, no, I have to find that TikTok though. Okay. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. Obviously, like we talked about earlier as well, like the whole summer fling concept. I think there's like, especially in like, I think so much of this that we've talked about so far in this segment, like, is like movies that we watched growing up, like all the like content we were served as children. yeah. Yeah. Like, the best summer ever and yeah. like summer romances i'm like dirty dancing right. you know what i mean like no, i really yeah. expected that to happen no, no, for sure <laughs> in the summers and like, like grease right exactly <laughs> and like it's probably not going to yeah i don't know and like for me specifically like i mean i have lived some hot girl <laughs> summers it's fun yeah 
it's fun. It's a little dangerous and it's not for everyone. And if it's not for you, yeah, it doesn't need to be for you. You don't need to feel like you have to be like a bitch on a boat this summer. That's not your thing. If you want to read a book by the pool in the quiet, you know, you can like subscribe to whatever idea of a slut hot summer, as I like to call it, <laughs> you want to participate in. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I am a supporter of like not forcing anything yeah. like with our advice segment. Like, yeah, if it happens, it happens. If things come to you, they'll come to you. Yeah. I also think it's interesting that like you and I have both met people not through dating apps I know my therapist this week said I met a boy in the wild (laughs) and I was like no I did yeah yeah and I think that's tea I've been seeing like a lot of like TikToks and things like shit talking dating apps or like people being like I feel like dating apps have like ruined our culture like no it's interesting I don't know I um to be fair I've never really been like it's not the word I want to use and I don't mean this this is going to sound judgmental is what I'm going to say and I don't mean this in a judgmental way but like I've never been like desperate for a relationship if that makes sense or like Mm -hmm. even looking for one really so like I do use apps but like personally I've just never felt drawn to like spend like I'm very conscious of my time yeah I'm a busy bitch and like I've never really felt drawn to like even like say like give a random guy from a dating app like an hour of my time yeah like that's really hard for me to do um so like but like knowing someone in person and like meeting them and like in my case I guess with the person I'm talking to right now like knowing them for like months prior and like knowing they're a good person Mm -hmm. like is so fulfilling in a way like you just like you can like go into things like just kind of knowing that you're like there's like a real good person on the other side yeah. of it. Um, a good base. Yeah. A friendship. Yeah. A friendship. Or even just like you weren't like friends before, but like you knew they existed as a person. Yeah. And like. And then I stalked them on the Internet. Exactly. So I knew I it was like I knew them. Exactly. And like that's just an interesting like difference besides like you're like. Here's floating Brad. Like, right. <laughs> right. Who is Brad? These four photos we have yeah, of exactly. Brad. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just, I'm not saying it doesn't work for people, but I do think there is something to be said about just, like, letting shit happen yeah. the way it's supposed to happen. Well, we love the universe, and I think, like, the universe is going to give us yeah. the person that we're supposed to have a fling with, have a serious relationship with, right. have a hookup with. Like, I think. Yeah the universe like has your back yeah for sure yeah I should I I'll maybe next episode I'll share how my wife and I met yeah because it is also it was a dm slide that like ultimately brought us together but it was also the very much the universe for sure um yeah we'll leave you on a cliffhanger there but yeah I think the universe will give you the summer that you need yep so we don't have to force anything. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your time like on like swiping on apps, like yeah, looking like for looking someone to date. Summer fling. Only no. go to the gym if you want. You look right. hot in your swimsuit today. Yeah, as and you are. and don't go out if you need to rest. Yep, love <laughs> it. Notes from your counselor. Yeah, camp rules. <laughs> Gather around the campfire, sluts, 
it's time to tell a little listener ghost story. Mm. Says, hi, sluts. Green heart, pink heart. <laughs> wow, do I have a ghost story for you. Upside down, smiley face. I wrote this in when I first found your pod a long time ago before you had a form to submit. So I'm sending it again. LOL. Amazing. So if it sounds familiar, that's why. I could literally write a novel about this, but I'll try to keep it short. Context. I'm a Virgo, Sun, and Venus. Libra, Moon, Mercury, Mars, mm -hmm. Leo rising. Okay. In 2018, I lived with four of my best friends, one of whom is my Libra ex, who I'm still besties with to this day. There's a lot of layers to this. <laughs> but the person this is about was my one roommate, not the ex, who I secretly had a crush on. I had been crushing and subtly flirting just to see what would happen for probably a year at this point. It was so bad. I literally just stopped trying to date other people because I would come home to him and any feelings I would start I was starting to get for someone else would just be gone out the window. But you better believe I did not tell a soul like I was prepared to take this to the grave. I didn't want to ruin a friendship and everyone knows hooking up with your roommate is a terrible idea. On top of that, this guy was kind of a dork. He never had a girlfriend before. We were like 22, 23 at the time. Had been on minimal dates. Often forgot to wear deodorant. <laughs> Still wore whatever clothes his mom bought him. And pretty Aww. much only cared about work and friends. I'm like, sounds charming. <laughs> like, well, he sounds terrible. <laughs> I was low-key embarrassed that I had a crush on him. But he was so sweet and so funny. I just Aww. couldn't resist. That's true love. Yeah. Well, fast forward a little, and surprise, after an eventful roommate camping trip, Ooh. me and him started secretly hooking up on the regular after all our other roommates went to bed. To be honest, it was very hot, and despite the consequences I now know, I'd probably do it again. I <laughs> love that. He would sneak into my bedroom so we could make out. There was one time I secretly went to visit him for a weekend in Chicago while he was staying there for work. He told his parents about me. Huge deal, considering he was an Italian mama's boy. Ooh. It was a lot. And it was more than just hooking up. There were definitely feelings on both sides, and we had probably the most intense connection I've ever felt. This went on for exactly the duration of a Venus retrograde. Mm. I should have known. <laughs> and towards the end, he got freaked out and convinced me we should come clean to our friends. We did, and thankfully they were very cool with it and had their suspicions anyway. I guess we weren't so sneaky. But literally days after we tell all our friends, he tells me he doesn't want to see me anymore. And he ghosts and moves to Chicago, a oh. place where we both talked about living. But once this happened, he pretty much told me not to follow him there because he'll never be enough for me. Which is so sad because I thought he was perfect and couldn't hurt a fly before all this went to shit. Oh. As if I'd follow a boy to a new city anyway. <laughs> I have Marty. my own goals that happen to be in Chicago, lol. Haven't spoken to him since. Guess his sign. <laughs> oh okay, God. mystery day. Says note. I, well, do we want to guess so far? <laughs> I'm guessing Pisces. No, me too. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Pisces. Okay. Says note. I originally wrote this in when y'all were still doing guess their sign. And I don't know if that's still a game, but we are playing, lol. <laughs> if you'd like to answer. They said we're playing, bitches. Okay, wait. Here are the answers. Okay, cool. Oh, my God. It's not Pisces. Okay. He was a Scorpio sun and Venus. I, okay. almost, I was going to get Scorpio next. Capricorn moon, Libra Mercury, Leo Mars, mm -hmm. Aqua rising. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yes. Oh, and to clarify, he was very deliberately made, or he very deliberately made the first move on that camping trip. Not me. LOL, FML. I'm still convinced I'm never going to be truly over this because how fucking dramatic. <laughs> I even had to go to therapy about <laughs> That's good. That's that okay. Good. I've in the past, like, not gone to therapy because I'm like, no, this is not breaking me. But it's. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of you for going. Um, But he's still a good friend of some of my friends, and I'm convinced we will cross paths again when I do actually move to Chicago this fall. Hey, I have a boyfriend now, a big teddy bear cancer man who I love very much. But low-key, I still want to make the Scorpio guy jealous and remind him of how hot and cool I am when we inevitably (laughs) end up at a party together someday. But he can't have me. Maybe that's toxic. Maybe it's my Virgo sun, Venus, Libra, Moon, Mercury, Mars, and Leo rising talking. (laughs) Okay, big six. Yeah, who's to say? LOL. Love you sluts. And if this gets read on the pod, I will scream. LOL. Feel free to use my name, Casey, she, they, since nobody I know cares about astrology now to listen anyway. Ha, ha, ha. Love it. Oh my God. Hi, Casey. Hi, Casey. We love you. Thank you for sharing. This was a wonderful journey. It was a wonderful journey. I feel like their like tone is very our tone. No, for sure. I also like, I kind of did like, I don't know why I thought, because I think they have Libra placements. I also read it as if they were a Libra the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Which like, I think just like the, um, Moon, just, Mercury, Mars. So yeah. We've got a lot of so Libra. that is kind of fair, but almost just and that, Leo like, rising. So yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Um, that's so funny. Okay, so I do think it's interesting. Like, I love that you brought up the Venus retrograde because I do think little retrograde relationships like mm-hmm. that are super fascinating. Because we do we talk a lot about like with retrogrades, like getting back with someone, but there is a whole other. <laughs> group of people who are like getting into shit when that Mm -hmm. happens like that's not as like discussed um but I do think that's really interesting and it almost makes me wonder like if one of you has like a Venus in retrograde in like one of your signs or like just another one coming like yeah next retrograde it's probably when you'll run into like it's in a text are you going to be at the party together like you said like is someone one of you just going to reach out like I do think that's interesting and I would be like Really interested to know if that retrograde, um, like, sparks another connection there. Meeting someone, like, or getting together with someone in Venus retrograde is so, like, that's why it felt, like, so intense. Like, the best yeah. connection you've ever had. Like, yeah. that is just textbook. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, can we find him and ask him <laughs> right? how he's feeling about all of this? Like, I think, like, a big takeaway we can always, like, look upon is, like, the mama's boys are really always going to be a hard time. That yeah. is just, like, I know it's, like, most of them. But, yeah, that is never an easy person to deal with. Like They're just, like, not is, emotionally mature enough no, it's to, crazy. like, communicate what's happening in my, their hearts. Yeah, my mom would just, like, I mean, my mom has said the meanest shit about Mama's Boys. It's so funny. <laughs> and I always kind of thought she was, like, being just, like, mean. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, Mom. Like, relax. Like, I don't know. I'm obviously, like like don't even have a brother I guess either but like my relationship with my mom is like it's very classic like mother-daughter relationship like it's so different than like a boy and their mom like that shit is fucking weird and like it's very interesting so then it's like I think it's like already like an interesting dynamic but then when you're like really committed to being like a mama's boy like 
Yeah, that's very interesting. And astrology aside, like always going to give you a time. Yeah, I'm also thinking about how like the Scorpio sun. Okay, yeah, sun and Venus. Yeah. I think he probably just really liked the secrecy no, of absolutely. it. Like he thought it was super hot and then it wasn't hot anymore. Was once you told people. Yeah. Like that kind of like lost the sparkle for no, it. absolutely. Even without the retrograde. No, for sure. I Yeah, you're totally right with that. And um, I mean, which is like also just like I think like a good I mean, you're with someone else. So I feel like that's great. And you've gone to therapy. But like I think that also is like such a good indicator that like that is not for you is like mm-hmm. the second that it was like public and your friends knew about it. He just like fucking left, <laughs> left the city. Yeah. Like, you know, no, no. No. Yeah, Virgo, you, I want you to be with someone a bit more reliable yeah, than for that. Sure. And just, like, someone that, like, makes a little more sense, yeah. like, logically in their own brains. Yeah, for sure. I also want to know more about um, the ex. I guess you guys are still, you're still besties with the ex. Yeah. So they're probably cool with it, but that is just so. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, the Lib- the ex is a Libra. Yes, the that's ex where is I a got Libra. that this other guy oh, was a Libra. Oh, yeah. No, the okay. ex is a Libra. Yeah. Fun. What a fun little household you were in. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie. Get you a TV show. Literally, very new girl. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I'm sorry that this little boy ghosted you, Casey. Yeah, that's shitty. You can maybe, like, laugh at him when you run into him in Chicago. No, for sure. And I'm happy you're moving to Chicago because Chicago's the best. Yeah, we'll see so you good around. good for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for Season 3, Episode 2 of Camp Astro Sluts. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for listening. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram if you want some advice or have a ghost story or have some requests for us to talk about, um, which we are getting to the people that have yes, thank you requested already. Request. Thank you very much. Um, we have a link in our all of our social bios to a Google form. It's the same Google form for all of those things. Just fill it out with uh, what you want us to chat about yes. on the pod. Um, we love you guys. We love you. And we'll see you next Wednesday. See you then. Bye, sluts. Bye, sluts.